November 11th is the premiere of Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And we thought, why not check out his first solo film, Black Panther, which debuted in 2018. It still holds up or kind of goes flat. Also, Rotten Tomatoes, give or take, the audience score was 79%, and the, the critics rated it as 96%. Do we agree with any of them? You're about to find out. I thought for a second you were about to say, like, I was like, so we decided to watch Black Panther, and does this kitty keep his claws? Wow. <laughs> Some corny. That sounds like a that sounds like a different type of movie. Okay, spoilers. I just finished rewatching Black Panther. Did you? A couple days ago. But yes. Okay. I'm gonna say off the bat, this in comparison to what we originally saw him in Captain America Civil War, I have to say I'm a little disappointed. And the continuation of his story, I'm a little. I was a little. Dis- I was a little disappointed when I first saw it. Now this film is beautifully shot. The colors, the costumes, the characters, the soundtrack, great, very good as well. And again, Chadwick Boseman, he is T'Challa. He is Black Panther. There's like, you know, you have Robert Downey. It will always be Iron Man. You have Michael Keane will always be Batman. Christopher Reeves always Superman. To me, anyway, Chadwick Boseman will always be that Black Panther. And you have, like I said, great characters here. I just felt that they there's missed opportunities. I think there yes. were some things that they didn't continue with what we saw in Captain America: Civil War. What about you? Like, where where do you think they? Did a great job? Did they miss the point or or miss the mark? I'm willing to guess I, I know what you're talking about. What's funny is the Captain America Civil War technically was a slight diversion from what is the MCU formula, you know, in some ways. And I say that because uh Civil War, yeah, they had the you know the the catches, you know, the uh, the fan service, we bring in other characters and so forth like that, right? But one of the biggest things they didn't do in Civil War was kill the main villain. They, mm. they, they He lived. MCU oh, kills oh. their villains almost every project they do. Like, you introduce a villain, be it cool or not, they kill him. Except for Loki and Zemo and maybe one or two other people that snuck through the, the, the 30... The twenty-some movies they have, right? But Civil War. Well, every time we get a villain that actually lives, it's kind of refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Panther comes by, we're back to status quo, and we had, I would dare say, two fantastic villains. One that um, mm-hmm. had like a motto of, uh, you know, it, like he's like, "I am right. I am going to improve the world based on my terms and how I see fit." That was Killmonger. Mm-hmm. And then you had Ulysses Claw. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah, I loved him. And, and and granted, he was in Ultron, mm-hmm. but I feel like he got more crazy after Ultron. And I just love that. Remember, he, in Age of Ultron, he got his arm cut off. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So that, so that kind of does something to someone's psyche. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I don't doubt it. But like uh, he had some great lines like where he's like, uh, the I guy, made it rain. <laughs> I made it rain. <laughs> he's just laughing it off. He's like, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, I was like, you like that? Like, I was like, I, I, was, uh, I got more. It's like, like, you want my SoundCloud? He's like, get, get him, get him a mixtape. <laughs> and he's like, or, or when he's being chased, when they're being chased in that, that car chase. And he's like, put on the radio, man. Like, this is not so, a funeral. Right. And, then, and then he's sitting in the interrogation room. He's like, what is love? Maybe don't hurt me. <laughs> Bro, I would love to watch a movie where he comes and says it. Like, if I mean, they brought back Fantastic Four, he would have been great. Not only as a Black Panther. Uh, Why would he be great in what? Well, because he was not only a Black Panther villain, but he was also a Fantastic Four villain, uh, if I remember correctly. At least back in when I what? was... Yeah, when I was a kid, I, I yeah, when I was young. When I was he? When was he a Fantastic Four? He's been uh, his. Uh, so when my first introduction to Claw was the Fantastic Four animated series. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking of Andy Serkis. Sorry, the actor. Oh, you're thinking the actor. I'm thinking I'm the sorry, character. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about the character. I was thinking about the actor. You know that that brought Claw um, to life. To life. Yeah. Yes, you have two villains. You have Killamonger and you have Ulysses Claw. And yes, out of the two, I love Ulysses Claw's character. Yeah. Killamonger, his portrayal, I don't know. I had trouble taking seriously this portrayal of Killamonger. I mean, you know, Michael B. Jordan, he's a great actor, but, you know, he's a tooty good shoes. He didn't seem like a man that saw war. Even though his character did, but the way he carried up, when someone who is like have served war and has killed so many people because that's those markings, that's what he said. Mm. All those markings on his body are is a death. There's a different persona in my well, this is my opinion, and of course, all these things are my opinion as well as yours. I didn't feel there was evil there because after all those killings, the psyche, the the perception, what have you. Your your mind is warped. He had a different thing. He had like a more like a, a world domination. His world domination was more of a betrayal of his homeland because mm-hmm. he was a, he was a exposed them and you know taking away destroying all the herbs that gave the power to um, the the this country and. Yeah, he, he uh, wasn't necessarily really. It was a combination well, of things. He wanted to, uh, quote unquote, reshape the world, but at the mm-hmm. same time, he wanted to crush the dynasty that was Wakanda, and right. and and the right. the rulers of the kingdom. Right. Um, I just want to real quick apologize. Not like the he destroyed the herb, but he will use the vibranium to sell and all that stuff. And true what have you, but that he destroyed the herbs that no one else can have power, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of short-minded because what does, what if he um, has the offspring? So here's the thing. I, I, I uh, my mind went back to the, what if episode of, mm-hmm. uh, uh, where it was with Killmonger. And even though like in that episode, he was accepted amongst the people as like, one of the heirs and whatnot, he still plotted to essentially start a war and eventually 
bring chaos to the Wakanda, uh, Wakanda people, right. not just for well, the world. That shows in, in that aspect where like, cause in the, what if you have different characters that a certain change of events change their outlook or perspective yeah. where he was still Focused. being like that. Right. And he'll still do what he needed to do because his father was still killed by his uncle by then. Absolutely. It's just the only event was he was there when Tony got, and he got right. Tony out. But the, that that goes to show like his mentality as a character changed the events. He's still that guy, and he still right. will do those things. Well, now well, I'm just he's saying, not I'm he's just, not necessarily evil though. Just that he's driven to accomplish his goal, like Loki. But he's evil. If you want to destroy a country, not rule it, but destroy, that's evil. You know what I'm saying? It's like Loki wanted to to control. He wanted to lead. But he was willing to destroy the U.S. in order to rule the world. He was willing to destroy New York. Who? Loki. The first that, Avengers. That, yeah, but that was sacrificing some pawns. You know he, what I'm saying? It's like that, that he, he could still rule the planet without New York. Exactly. You know? And you could still rule the planet without Wakanda. Yeah, but he wanted to destroy everything. He, had, he wanted to destroy things that he couldn't rule at all. He did, like you said, he wanted to destroy the legacy, the dynasty, the, all that stuff. But I'm just saying, I had trouble. I don't know. It was just for me that it seemed off where Michael B's Jordan portrayal of him, it didn't seem deeply rooted enough. Do you understand? Like, I mean, it, it, you were anticipating more military portrayal. Well, no, no, not that I was military, more of a scarred human by war. By his history, the death of his father. I don't remember if he said anything about his mother. They never talked about his mom. Granted, we saw that he was a cold-blooded killer. Yes, like he killed his love interest. He killed his partners. And he ended up killing Ulysses Claw in order. It was all strategic to get in Wakanda, to be accepted by that. Killing the the one man that was uh, like a, a thorn in Wakanda, which uh, so, like I, I sorry to sidetrack, but I, I was going to no. say that's a that, that's a plot hole right there because like when they brought him in front of the country, he's like, I brought you the man that you know you you couldn't bring in. Da 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 da. No one called him out on like you were the one that made him escape in the first place. You didn't bring him in. You helped right. him escape, and now you're bringing him back to us. Well, no one called that out. That would they. Chichala well, had Chichala had the opportunity. He knew who he was. Right, but the thing is, like, he captured him to kill him. Like, like, mm-hmm. Ball yeah. didn't get a chance to create more havoc. He killed him as soon as he got him. Yes, there are some plot holes here. Like I said, beautiful costumes, beautiful landscape. I love the technology aspect of it. It was very Tony Stark, even though it's not. But you yeah. had the same thing, like the like the nanobites, nanobots. Yeah. That, uh, you know, it was like before Iron Man had that technology. Yeah, before they had that technology of the armor just showing up. It was very reminiscent. I couldn't help it but think of two things. Like James Bond with his sister being Q or Batman where she's Alfred. You also had the Lion King influence. That was wholeheartedly Lion King and Jungle Book. I'm sorry, but I couldn't help but think of that, especially when it's, it's dream sequences. You know, the panther is on the tree and stuff like that. And then the father speaking to him, almost like James Earl Jones. I also have problems with a lot of the action. 
like what's great about it, like with Black Panther's portrayal in, in Civil War, the costume was on freaking point. The fighting style was on freaking point. Here, they made it into a spandex. And the helmet coming off and on, off and on, off and on was freaking irritating, in my opinion, with him and Killamonger. They're fighting. They're like in battle. And then they get kicked off. While they're kicked off, the helmet comes, you know, disappears. And then they show their face and then they go back in. Like in, in Civil War, they're fighting and he just, he has it. I mean, he talks, he hears it through his, you know, through the mask and all that stuff. Great. You just feel like, that is what Black Panther would do. He would not take off and put on, take off, put on, take off, put on. That's fair. Granted, if they're doing it to, you know, for the actor's performance to see the face, okay. But Spider-Man never takes off his mask when he's fighting and not fighting, fighting, not fighting. You know, like his mask is on, but the performance still comes out. Yeah, and Iron Man technically doesn't do it all the time, really. He's like, right. Like, you see, like, zoomed in underneath the mask, but still. Right, and I guess they didn't want to do that to replay or revisit the iron man technology or focus i mean technically there was plenty of scenes where he's not even in costume at all where i would have been okay if he wasn't underneath the if they didn't show him underneath the mask or take off the mask that often but i'm just saying like he uh, off and on like yeah yeah i'm I'm agreeing with you in that sense like if they just left it on and Maybe one scene, like the mask gets ripped off in that final fight scene or something like that, then I would have been like, oh, yeah, that is still Chad. Uh, yeah, I would have been like, cool, like they're fighting, and then the mask had to come off instead of being part of the thing. Because it's like, how do you know? Like, I, like, I can't remember. She's like, tells him to think about it, and it comes off. Think about it, it goes back on. It was just too much, like on, off. So I just got tired of that. And a lot of the fighting was so much CGI. Yes, I know Iron Man is CGI. Yes, I know other characters, and especially the Incredible Hulk, is CGI. But they made the fighting realistic with that. Here, you could easily tell that it was completely CGI, how the characters move, how cheap they moved, instead of doing their best of having them move in costume. So let me guess, uh, your worst fight scene was the final fight scene. The The final fight scene. Especially when they were in the tunnel. cave, the cave. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't disagree I mean, with that. I, I mean, I'm, all the the whole the the fight where he comes down and crashes and crashes that plane. to start it off. Yeah, he says, "I'm still here. I'm not dead. I never yielded." And you know, and then they they go on. Oh, to go with that too. Um, I know in our one of our previous re- uh, previews or reviews, excuse me, one of one of our previous reviews that I said I. Don't remember Marvel having so many curses. And I think it was with our She-Hulk or Werewolf by Night or Moon Knight, what have you. But Yeah, we were totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, totally wrong. Cause a lot of Marvel seeing, products. <laughs> yes. Captain Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Civil War. And here there's plenty of curses. vulgarity, curses. Like, and I know they say shit and bullshit in Captain America, Civil War. Here his sister gives him the finger. Yep. And there's some shit bombs here and there. So my apologies for not getting that right before. But that's what's great about seeing these movies again after so many years. You get reminded that these movies did break barriers or in certain aspects here and there. Also, there are some good things. I, I, I know I'm, yeah. I'm going hard right now. The story, like I would have loved to see more of him struggling to be the new leader. I agree. 
heavy wears the crown, mm-hmm. right? We didn't really get to see that. We just see, again, this takes place pretty much after Captain America Civil War, where he, they're talking about Nemo, Nemo? Zemo. Zemo. Zemo, sorry, Zemo. Talking not about him. not the or, fish. Not the fish, but the, the arrest and all this stuff. And he was responsible for the, the destruction of the UN and the death of uh, T'Challa's father. Yep. Well, let's put it this way. Like the Killmonger taking over thing, besides the, the right of challenge, it would have made more sense, like you're saying, if there was more of a political struggle going on. Like if they were arguing about like how he handled the Zemo situation, why is there a white wolf uh, <laughs> hanging out in a, in a, a kingdom that is supposed to be hidden? Um, mm-hmm. And you know, how is he handling the 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 introduction of Black Panther to the world when that character was never introduced to the world in the first place? Basically, the, these all these other things that could have been introduced, and arguably, probably in the Fifteen minutes, and give a better like you know, which would give a better story as to why they sided with Killmonger. I mean, they kind of did in a way, but it was like quick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You so give a little like, bit more background to that, and again, a struggle like you know, your this is your this is your your cousin that you haven't seen ever, and they're going like fist to blows instead of T'Challa trying to fix things to create a restore a bond that was lost from his from his from their parents yeah it, it would have been nice to see like he's like he's trying to fix what his father did but he doesn't you know or try to understand and like that that would have been a nice i mean this is very shakespearean like i mean the movie's things. like uh two hours long i mean if they right. did like 20 or 30 more minutes it would have been longer but mm. it would have made more sense to give you that what you're talking about that little drive of let's try to fix and patch this relationship that was essentially never existed because of the, well, the like, sins of the fathers. Right. But like, say like he's dr- struggling how to be king. He's trying to understand. Then Kalamanger comes in and then he's like, what the hell? So there's another hurdle. He has like, yeah, th- and it is happening. Those hurdles and those obstacles is happening, but it's like fast. Like it's, it's just going it's like we can't really cat get a nice hook or or support because we're pretty much working with what we got from Captain America Civil War. From that, we're getting that lead, that boom, and then going right to here where there's really no character building, which they could have done. So you're saying you would have liked a Wakanda Game of Thrones? Possibly. And it was kind of that. And this also was a civil war among his country. It technically was a, a better civil war, right? By definition, Def, yes. By several tribes going at each other, mm-hmm. you know, trying to you know, one side one is with Killamonger, the other is with T'Challa, and then yes, and then they go to blow. So a lot better than what we saw with the four and five, four <laughs> four man team and the five man team. True, going at it in the airport. I would uh, well, okay. Let's talk about the good. Well, I'm not done with the bad. Damn, bro. How much are you right? <laughs> Go ahead. Maybe with the bad. The martial arts. So what we had him move, and I understand what they did. They changed it up to, to make it look more African. Are you talking about the I, water fight scene or? Any of them. And like all the fights pretty much is more African. Where we saw him in Civil War 
it was more kung fu it was more freestyle it was more like capoeira mix and yeah fluid and all like that here it was just like again with the african weapons and all that which is great but it's a, such a drastic change what we saw previously with him also technique wasn't so good one t- the time where he, where uh, mbaku challenges him and he gets him into a lock that lock was weak as hell he has him some kind of like triangle armbar choke but his neck is totally okay not in danger and mbaku's going like oh uh, I'm about to pass out. Let me tap. His arm that's extended is not in danger of being broken. He's not in danger of being uh, knocked out from the choke. He's to- he's totally open. And so when I saw that, I was like, okay. And took the dive. Possibly. And then when he's fighting Killamonger for the, for the title of king, I mean, from everything we saw, are you mean to tell me he fought Captain America? Yes, I understand he was enhanced. Mm-hmm. from the herb but your body still knows how to move you may not be as strong or as fast or as agile but you can move you know how to fight you're telling me since he fought captain america hawkeye which a soldier hawkeye black widow well black widow not really because she know, just yeah. shot him she just shot him with stuff it's true. but you mean to tell me that a, a person who's not enhanced can go toe-to-toe with you that has all these skills. Yes, I know Killamonger was skilled as well. He was trained in the military, but come on, it's a different type. And well, also, he's he's familiar with the settings and that waterfall. That could have been to his advantage, but no. I mean, Grant, I understand for the story, but... Funny thing, uh, so in the comics, I'll be that guy, I'm actually in the comic books. Uh, well, in that's the, fine. In the comics, like the the right of trial for Black Panther, I, if I remember correctly, it was like they had to do that battle, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like the one against three. So if you're mm-hmm. gonna take the title of Black Panther, you have to face three of like the strongest warriors, beat them in unarmed combat, and then like you can earn that title. The title was also taken from the Black Panther uh, T'Challa by Killmonger in the comic. But the difference from the comic and here is he never relinquished the power of the Black Panther. So he had the power of the Black Panther and Killmonger still beat him without any extra power. Honestly, if you kept that part, that would have right. that would have made Killmonger seem like a true mm-hmm. threat. Like mm-hmm. right there, because you're like, oh, you're, you just took out a guy who can go toe to toe with Captain America. And I, and I would have been like, whoa. No, exactly. and. But then, they, then they're fighting, and they're enhanced, and they're wearing the armor, mm-hmm. and he was still able to. I was like, "But you didn't land a blow. I don't believe. I don't believe you land a blow on him initially on that waterfall. I don't remember him landing. A he blow. did. He got him in the face, and he got him. Oh, like, that's right. He got him like right. one other move. But the thing right. is, um, technically, he had him dead to rights, but he's like yield. And he let him get back up. Mm-hmm. And it, once he let him get back up, that's when he started losing. So, yeah. it, it, it's, so the, like, it's the con and that fight right there, that was the concept of fighting restrained versus fighting unrestrained. Killmonger was right. fighting to kill. T'Challa right. was fighting to win. There's a well, difference. Here, 
Right. Well, for I guess for me, my thing is like I had Trump staying away for this. Uh, for the fight, the last yeah. fight scene, or just in general, the mo- the movie, the movie was like again. It's like it it wasn't grabbing me as the other Marvel films. It wasn't grabbing as Captain America: Civil War. And again, I know it did great. It was a great lift in that um, black community, and rightly so. Is a he's a beautiful character. He stands for a lot of good stuff, and so does his um, his girlfriend and his guards, you know, I mean, I, I, that I totally get. And I understand, but it was just like, it was a lot of slow parts would have been nice if they kept up the pace. Now, I mean, there's other stuff that bothered me, but I guess we can move on to good stuff. And there are a lot of good stuff here. I'm not going to lie. There are some good stuff and there are some good action scenes. All right. Uh, Do you have any, what did you like out of this? Well, my favorite action scene is, not just, well, not just action. Not just action. Do you have a a character or a moment besides the action? Well, I, I said I like the villains. I did enjoy Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, and I love uh, Ulysses Claw, mm-hmm. but I like the chaos aspect, and he is a chaos character to me. So I did enjoy that. The movie artistically is fantastic in a lot of different yes. ways. The backgrounds, the cinematography of like the the environments great the community that they developed they because you gotta be honest, let's be honest they developed the wakandan community the tribes the water tribe the um the the mountain tribes the uh the all the different uh color systems yes that was in the comics but not really flushed out in all honesty you got like maybe two that was mostly known and that was it mm-hmm. for the most part here mm-hmm. you have multiple sections and like you see how this is and it's a it's like a whole new world i called it out earlier the music the soundtrack for the music i i enjoyed it a lot i would dare say up until the the last act i was pretty okay with the story the last act is where it started losing me but the first act when you see they introduce killmonger you the the chase scenes the the part where the, basically up until Ulysses Claw died, I was like, this is hitting every point for me. And then things started mm-hmm. changing after that point. As really, a whole, I enjoy it, the movie. It's just that, that's where I can notice the things started going a different path. Like when, when Kilimanjaro gets stabbed, his whole thing changed. I was like, are you kidding me? So let me like, fall into the river like, uh, rather than be a no, slave no. or something like that. That's actually, that's actually him. Right, but he was like, my father always wanted me to come here to show me the land and see the beauty of it. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. I was like, you had that, you had that with you, but now you got now you got stabbed in the heart, and now you have a change of heart. Excuse the pun. And then he, you know, the child takes him to the cliff to look at the sunset. Another Lion King reference, and he's like, oh, how beautiful. It's like. Dude, you had that, but your anger, something like that. But now since you're dying, you're going to like, oh, I wish I could be here. I was like, screw you. You almost destroyed a nation and the world. I mean, that's but, going full circle with the, the concept of that. I but guess. Yeah. But him saying that, you know, let me bury me in the sea like my ancestors did. Mm-hmm. And then for a moment, I was like, wait a minute. Your ancestors were in the island. They were never 
captured in from Wakanda. But I'm th- then I was like, well, maybe his mother's side. Yeah, because <laughs> that's no, like no that's a man. Got- that's a man. Killmonger's a man confused. He doesn't. He, he knows where he's from, but he doesn't know where he's from. That that's the way I consider it. Um, I mean, he has so much anger and hate. He didn't allow to see the beauty of his culture of his nation until it was too late. It's like like that line before he pulls out the the knife. I mean, that to me was Killmonger. That's the badass that I wanted to see. Briar, not just a bully fighting girls and shooting women and stuff like that, because that's pretty much what he did. He was fighting women. He wasn't really fighting guys. Well, until, let's, unless be, it was T'Challa. let's be honest. The Dora Milaje were probably the, the, the toughest fighters there. But it doesn't matter. They're still women. Okay? I mean, I'm just saying, like, he was he was bullying them. He was going after them. Uh, you're right. And there were multiple of them. They're, they're like trained that. assassins. They're like, I mean, I going based on it, they're, 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 they're the trained, trained guards. They're actually trained guards. But what I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. He was going after them. I didn't see him fight any of the guys. He shot his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. But for me, the good parts, uh, Chadwick Boseman, no way. He, like, he's awesome. Untouchable. But I love um, Everett Ross, Ulysses Claw. Sure, he was cool too, but you got to give it to M'Baku. M'Baku was great. He was a joy. M'Baku was awesome. Well, he, yes. A completely different departure to him when he was in the comics. Which I am happy for. Like I said, the, the act, the acting in this, regardless how I saw the movie as a whole, the acting in this was phenomenal. You have yeah. people, Americans, doing accents. You have British people playing American. So you have like American actors playing African, some English, a British playing African. You have a British guy playing an American, which was Ross. Who is actually, in the, I believe in the comics, he's related to Thunderbolt Ross. I'm not, I can't confirm or deny that. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think he's like, he is related, I believe. But anyway, like that was a, for me a joy. That, those performances, the acting, and you have, um, you know, the sister Shuri. I loved her. She was like almost a uh, comic relief, if you will. She and was. then you also have, where's, where's her name? Yes, Okoye. Badass, you know, we we know she was a badass from Walking Dead, but in here, oh, and going with that, she had one of the best moves ever. The casino scene. When she takes off the wig, throws it at at one of the guy's faces to distract him, and then spins the spear around her neck and to use it to stab and strike. The casino scene was great. Right, until he changed. And then it became a CGI fest. And which I was like, ah. They also but turned into inside, the, the chase scene, even though it was a CGI chase scene, it was a fun chase scene. Like when, yeah, uh, when Okoye's like had claw. guns. So uncivilized. <laughs> True. <laughs> but her action, her movement, her her handling of the spear was so fluid and smooth. It's just like, yes, this is what I like to see. I like to see that these people are seasoned. You like to Granted, see she just made it. I love to see technique. Yes, it has to make sense to me. Like the one in the, in the, the waterfall did not make any sense with that choke. But what she did, and it, it was practical. Again, she took off the wig. She used what was useful, very jikundo, in the sense of she used it to distract. And she was also doing it to. She hated it. More wig. like a. 
she hated the wig. She was, it was, a, it was a, like a personal stance as well. So it was like multiple things happening or multiple purposes, uh, multiple purposes, excuse me, of throwing that wig. Yeah. Okay. Now, the other action scene I liked was the jet scene at the end um, when Ross is taking down the ships. I mean, it was, it was very intense. It was very, um, I don't want to say Top Gun-ish, but it was damn close. And how, you know, he's racing against time, not just because of the, sh- of the jets flying away or, you know, being out of reach, but also he's being attacked yeah. right outside it built the, a, the simulation. It built tense pressure. Right. Did you not like the mm-hmm. fight between the, the entire Dormalage versus Killmonger? No. No? The only reason I didn't raise because Killmonger was very, in my opinion, stiff. I have, and I know you have, I believe you have, you fought multiple people at once, right? Multiple attackers in your dojo. In my dojo, True. we had Kumite, we had a fight. Multiple people, two people, three people. And the thing is, when you have multiple attackers and they have weapons, you become very Jackie Chanish, meaning you're moving around. You're not trying to stay in one spot. You're not trying to hold your ground, especially if you have space. He had plenty of space and right. he was not. So for me, he was just standing there and yeah. like deflecting here, boom, boom. You know, it was very basic. I would have liked to, since. These are skilled guards, uh, skilled with, with their weapon. I would like to have seen more in a sense of multiple attacks. They did it. They surrounded him a couple of times. But for him, I would love to see his skill where he's like fighting them and his, he's, he's positioning himself that he gets like multiple behind each other, like, like, a, like a, a row. Well, let's break it down because not they everybody st- that they watches started that stuff way. knows martial arts. Uh, like- they started that way, but yeah. Like I mean, well, just breaking it down, like for people who do watch our stuff and talking about this. So what Angel, my brother, is trying to say is the one of the rules. Right? Yeah, for the five people. Uh, <laughs> rule number one: when you're fighting multiple opponents, is don't fight multiple opponents. Find a way. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's one. Find a way yeah. to either put yourself a gap between, you know, your two uh, two or more opponents, where you can just focus on one guy, or Put the other opponent in front of, in between you and the other opponents. So that way mm-hmm. you're only fighting one person. You may be fighting like five to 10 people, but you're only having to focus on one at a time because you're using right. them as a shield as well as your touching bag. Um, right. And they also hear, I'm sorry, you yeah, can no, continue, you're, but, you're, you're good. but the thing is, like, they're also fighting for the most part one at a time. The cliche fighting technique of all movies. Right. Um, you like watch any movie from the 80s on to now, actually 60s right. on to now. That's always been the case. We've commented about yeah, it before. Because you, you see it when she, Okoye tells her, her guards to attack. They do. Like you have one goes attack, then another falls. Then you see Okoye standing there just spinning her spear. Yeah. I was like, why? Just go in. <laughs> just take the high one. One goes high, one goes low. You distract as he as others go around to uh, around him and stuff like that. So I was like, it would yeah, have made more sense just... if he was manipulating. Like if someone goes in for the uh, the the hit, he grabs that person or manipulates them to throw them in front of the path of the next person. So that next person waits for the other person to get out of the way or tries to seek another way to get in. And then, that would make more sense. And then, 
Right. And then it happens again when he's fighting Nakia and Shuri. Mm-hmm. He's right in the middle. Like, Shuri's at one end throwing the sonic bombs, or sonic booms, if you will. And Shuri, not Shuri, uh, Nakia is throwing her uh, her spears, not, not spears, spheres, discs, if you will, at him. So he's getting attacked front and back instead of like getting that situation of t- uh, facing you know two in one direction. Yeah. Because every time he turned around, the other would hit him. And he turns around again, the other would hit him. And I was like, for a person who's strategic and has all those markings, he's lacking on that. Or he's lacking, they lack the display of that. Again, if you have all those markings, as he claimed, they, they are all kill marks. Your, your IQ of killing, of fighting, is that much higher. Should be. Because it's correct. And I think they, that's where they kind of lacked. Yeah, that was it. The, the fight was, the, again, that with the spear in the casino with Okoye, Okoye excuse me, uh, jet fighters. I keep calling jet fighters, but they're not. They're just, they're, but yeah. the, that was, the I, I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought that was great. The, the civil war they had was nice, but again, it seemed like, wait a minute, they broke through that, their fortitude, the one with um, Okoye's um, boyfriend, the, 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 that team with the, Mm-hmm. The capes, the tribes, uh, yeah, Wakabe. That got in real quick, and I was like, "Wait a minute, how? how oh, okay, that makes." Sense. I just wish they were a little more focused on, like, story-wise, that they or show him really struggling of being king. Yes, they showed a little bit of it. Yes, they went when the sense of when he saw his father by the tree. I, I understand, but I would just like to see a little more depth about it. Or in depth. I also would like to see, I guess, a little more backstory in the sense of Killamonger, in the sense of his killings. Because again, it just showed like, okay, you kill my father, so I'm going to kill your country. It was very, to me, one dimensional. That's what it felt with Killamonger in this. And I just wish he was, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I think they they missed out on that. That's pretty much it. I mean, like I said, the the Rotten Score Tomatoes, uh, the real critics gave it 96, while audience score like you and me 79 and i have to fall with the 79 percent of those that liked it i would watch this again and i and i would mainly because of the characters that they brought in ross and baku mm-hmm. ulysses claw shuri okoye so like like okoye like i understand her like i understand where she was coming from where she had to serve the crown and she was, you could see the conflict in her. She was like, damn, I guess like, I don't want to protect Killamonger, but I have to protect the throne. True. So that was her thing. And he, at that moment, was the throne. You like the individual characters. Yes. The overall story is where you had the problem and the CGI. No, mainly the CGI. The story was okay. It could have been a lot better. Okay. You, you know what but I have to say? My to opinion is. <laughs> one more <laughs> word <laughs> and I will feed you to my children I'm kidding you're only vegetarians I love that line great characters uh, Angela Bassett yeah she looks good in gray Angela Bassett is one hot mama alright is this worth the watch yes it is in my opinion I agree is it as great representation of 
of the character Black Panther in comparison to Captain America and uh, Captain America Civil War? I'm sorry, no. That's fair. The likeness, the the feel of Black Panther was truly captured there. They gave him more humor like some, here too than they did in Civil War. Well, I mean, granted, back then in, that, in Civil War, his father died. Right? He's like now he's learned, now he's faced with being king and getting revenge and all that stuff. I say that because, like, in almost every other iteration, Black Panther will be snarky, but he's like straight laced to the point. Like, I mean, in Black Panther, my God, in the books, like the one with um the artwork from Mark Texera, there's a big story arc with him and Ross, and like Ross is being his liaison, mm. and that thing he couldn't. Ross has so much trouble trying to keep up with him, and then he meets Mephisto. He's like, "What the hell." This is Ross. He meets Mephisto in the comics, and he is like, "Oh my god, I, I want to quit." And here, like, he's established in this one because we see him in Civil War as well, and they bring him into this. But he's established. Where in the comics, when we meet him, he's just coming to his own. I, again, I gave my reviews, and you is it worth the watch? I would hundred percent agree. One of the questions you asked early on: Does it stand the test of time? I, I would say yes to that too. Is it a perfect film? No, it's flawed. It's not in my top 10 uh, in regards to that. Does it have a lot of great moments? Yes. Do I love the individual characters themselves? Yes. Did it become formulaic? Sadly, yes. And that's where I think so, it could have been better. Like, speak, okay, case, in so, point, case in point, that final fight scene, if they decided, okay, let's keep them CGI Panther versus Panther, but they did it outside where they were doing the battle like where the uh, um, Dormalaje was, Plus, yes, it was too. It was, it was too dark. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that's what I'm saying. In the cave. You you have like instead of the Dormalaje fighting Killmonger, that's where you have the final fight between him and uh, T'Challa, and it's bright light, and the two of them just going at it, and there's a one on one fight. Everyone's watching. Like, everyone's watching. Yeah, they're like everybody's having a big fight, and then they all stop to watch this one fight because it's a battle of the kings. Whether you want it or not, that's demanding the attention that it deserves. I mean, they did have that at the waterfall, but it was like low key, like uh, not that many people were there. Yeah, but in this way, like you can't defuse. But now you have the, the now key. you have the nation, all the tribes, and the people are there to watch. So yes, I agree with that. I think that would have been a nice that. scene, and plus you would have had less CGI, and it would have been the kind of cooler moment. Like, maybe like when maybe he was going to like like when he was going to kill Shuri, that's when you get into that moment. Instead of knocking into the cave, then you know he he, he fights Killmonger and because of one on one thing. But you know, the, the hindsight is always twenty twenty. All right, guys, that was going to be it for us on our marvelous review of Black Panther. Let us know what you thought about it. Are we like out of our minds thinking that this movie is not as great as once thought or do you agree with us until next time we'll be the next time i am angel i'm a don love you bro love you